Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Today, Wendy and I are coming to you from Slovakia, which is one half of the former Czechoslovakia, along with Czechia or the Czech Republic that we talked about previously. And we've been here for nearly two weeks, and it's a small country, but we found that it has quite a lot to offer. It does, yeah, and lots of surprises. To be honest, I didn't really know very much about Slovakia. Um, I knew that Bratislava was the capital, but before we came here, I would have struggled to name any other place in Slovakia. Yeah, and actually we met someone from Slovakia a few months ago and we said to her, you know, we're coming to Slovakia, what are some of the things that we should do there? And the funny thing was that she said, well, you can go to Prague and you can go to Budapest mm. and you can go to Vienna. And she started naming all these cities that were actually outside Slovakia. Yeah. And we said, no, we want to know what's in Slovakia because we want to visit it and, and see what it's all about. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, eventually we were able to find quite a few things to do here. Yeah, and there have been some really amazing sites, both natural and historical. And, uh, you know, we've been in cities and we've been out in the countryside and we found lots of really great places to explore. Definitely. So we started, having come from the Czech Republic, we started in the High Tatras, which are the mountains of Slovakia. And apparently these are quite well known you know, within this region. And there are visitors who come from the Czech Republic. There are visitors who come from Poland. And this is what locals have told us. Um, and so it is high season. It's August. So there were quite a lot of people up there, but still not really many international tourists. We didn't hear a lot of English or other languages that we're familiar with. No, I mean, to me, it seemed like everyone was local, uh, but I can't really distinguish between the Slo the Slavic languages. You know, I, don't, I can't tell if someone is speaking Polish or Slovak or, or Czech. So probably a lot of them were from neighboring countries. Uh, but to me, they all seemed like, you know, local tourists and yeah, very little English spoken. And the High Tatras were beautiful um, because it's the middle of summer. There was no snow, but we saw pictures in the walls of restaurants and hotels and things uh, which showed it in the winter where it was all just completely blanketed in snow and it looked really beautiful. But it was also really nice in summer to see these rocky mountains. Um, there are also a lot of lakes mm -hmm. nearby and they were shimmering. You have reflections of the mountains and the trees and things in the lakes. And so we did two days of hiking and that was really great. Probably the highlight of Slovakia for us. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, that was probably the biggest highlight. I really love the mountains. That's the biggest thing that I miss about living in Switzerland. We've talked about how we lived in Switzerland for, for six years, and we did lots of hiking in the Alps there. And as much as I love Portugal, um, that is the, the main thing, really the only thing I'd say that I miss about Switzerland is being able to hike in really high mountains. Yeah, the Tatras is not as high as the Swiss Alps, but no. it was still kind of like a mini Switzerland with the lakes and there were cable cars that we could take and then hike up um, higher ground. Um, and that was definitely worth spending a few days there for sure. Mm -hmm. And then the other place in terms of natural sites is the area that we're in right now, which is kind of the last place that we're visiting before we have to leave. And it's called if I can say this properly, Slovensky Rai, mm -hmm. which means Slovak Paradise. And it's a national park, and it's quite different from the mountains, although it's funny because we can actually see the High Tatras from where we are now. 
Um, and so that's kind of one ecosystem in one direction. And then here nearby where we are, there's a completely different kind of natural ecosystem. And so it's an area where there are some hills. It's very forested with a lot of pine trees. There are lots of little rivers and streams and gorges um, in winter or in other times of the year. There are a lot of waterfalls, although there's not very much water at all at the moment. No, we're in a drought right now in throughout all of Central Europe. So normally I think there would be waterfalls even at this time of year, but it's particularly dry this year. And so it's a completely different type of landscape, but it's also beautiful in its own way. Um, another thing that makes it interesting is that when you're hiking in this area, as we've done the last couple of days, there are a lot of ladders um, that you have to climb up. And some of them are kind of vertical ladders. Others are sort of horizontal ladders because you're hiking a lot on the riverbed itself. And as we said, right now, there's not really that much water, but you can see how these uh, ladders go above where the water would be, um, you know, if the water was flowing. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's been fun. We've been kind of scrambling um, on these ladders to try to get from place to place. Yeah, it's different from your typical hike. Uh, it's a, It adds a different element to it when you're climbing all of these ladders and it makes it kind of like a an obstacle course, you know, where you have to jump around these things. And a lot of times there's chains to hold on to and pull yourself up um, to, to help you get around. So it's it's a little bit scary. If you're afraid of heights, then I probably wouldn't recommend it. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. And there are even kids doing it. I mean, we saw really young kids who were probably about four or five years old who were holding onto these chains and climbing up these rocks too. So lots of families do it. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and there are also a lot fewer tourists in this area than there were in the High Tantras. Although we were told that at this time of year, there are many, many tourists, and maybe we just got lucky, in particular yesterday, because we went in the afternoon to this particular gorge, and we were told by uh, somebody here that sometimes you can have to wait up to an hour to climb one of the ladders, but that certainly didn't happen to us yesterday. We mm -hmm. only saw, I think, five or six people uh, the whole mm -hmm. time that we were in this gorge for two hours. Yeah, I think most people go in the morning, which we would normally do too. And anyway, we hadn't actually planned to do that hike on that particular day. And it was kind of a last minute decision. And so we did it in the afternoon and got a much later start than we would normally would do for a hike. But I think that worked in our favor. And it meant that we had it almost to ourselves, which was great. Yeah. And apart from the nature, there are also a lot of castles in Slovakia, which is great. And one in particular called the Spish Castle, which I think is the most famous castle in the country and certainly the best of the ones that we've seen. Mm -hmm. And it was it's one of the best castles that I've ever seen, to be honest. I was really, really impressed with it. So it's on this kind of rocky outcrop. It's quite isolated. There is a village that's near it, but it's not... The village doesn't come right up to the castle walls or anything. So it's you probably have to walk for 10 minutes. Um, so nearly a kilometer, let's say, from the edge of the village to get to the castle. So you just can kind of see it. There are fields that surround it, and you just kind of look up at it, and you see a huge sky and everything. So it, it's just really set in a beautiful way. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you go up to it, and you can walk on the ramparts, and there are towers, and you know parts of it are crumbling. And, and then when you get up there, you can climb up on the towers, and then you have a great view over the, the villages that are nearby and the surrounding landscapes and everything as well. Yeah, and uh, a lot of the castles in this area are more like palaces, you know, so it's like a really 
fancy kind of residential building with, you know, where you can go inside and tour it and you'll see lots of period furniture. Uh, but this was not like that. This was much more rustic. Um, and some of it, some parts were kind of falling apart, you know, and you had these old stone walls, which I think we probably, both of us prefer. I know you prefer that kind of castle. Definitely. Yeah. So it's a medieval castle. It dates from the 12th century. And then, for example, in Bratislava, the capital, there's a castle there, but it's much more like this palace style with Renaissance and Baroque um, features to it and, and things like that. So it's a, a different type of experience. Uh, so Bratislava is the capital, and we did find that there were some foreign tourists there, mm-hmm. and we didn't really see any, more or less anywhere else in the country, but certainly in Bratislava, there are some people who go. We were there on a weekend, and so I think some some other Europeans come for the weekend. Yeah, because it's only about an hour away from Vienna, so you can easily do it just as a day trip from there. Uh, you can get there also from Budapest or from Prague, as we mentioned before. So yeah, it was definitely the most touristy part of the country, I would say. But the rest of it was really undiscovered, and I'm glad that we discovered it. Yeah. And so what were some of your other highlights then? Um, other highlights? Well, I really enjoyed uh, a town called Hoshitse, which is in the far east of the country. And it, so it's the second largest city, actually, in Slovakia um, after Bratislava. And it has a really beautiful main square. It's quite an elongated square. It's almost like a, a street and uh, lots of beautiful architecture and some great food and uh, just felt really like a, you know, a real lived in city. There weren't m- many tourists at all there. And so we just got to see people going about their daily lives and just, you know, enjoy the, the life in this small city. Yeah, so that was emblematic, I think, of of the whole time that we had here in Slovakia, that it's kind of an undiscovered country, and we didn't know much about it, and now we know a lot more about it, and I think we're glad that we came here um, before it gets discovered by everybody else. Thanks for listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com.